0: We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's-
1: Welcome to the Lindley Evans Music yeah. Studio at the ABC and Ultimo for another edition of Thank God It's Friday. I'm Richard Glover and please welcome with the music, it's The Waves! Yeah. And our panel, Gene Kitson, Tommy Dean and Colin Buchanan! Yeah. And our audience this week from Warrenora, Bateau Bay, Sutherland, Normanhurst, Cronulla and Picton! Oh, wow. Picton! But first, before all that, here is the news from nowhere. Today marked the end of the Parramatta Pool, the Parramatta Memorial Pool, as it was known, built in 1959 and now to be demolished. Uh, The closure brought a huge surge of nostalgia for the traditional municipal pool, you know, the council-run pool, the one that existed before they were all replaced, like this one will be, by an aquatic centre full of cafes, cappuccinos and crachers. Now, personally, I don't understand why people would feel that nostalgic about the old municipal pool. The council swimming pool of my childhood was a cheerless rectangle of water, so laden with chlorine that your eyes would turn red midway through diving in, before you'd even hit the water... The showering area was impregnated with tinia, so much so that you could lose a leg just walking in. Kids peed in the pool, that's true, but only because we weren't game to take our chances with the weird old men in the change room. (laughs) No-one used sunscreen. Teenagers would lie around smoking and sunbathing as if conducting a scientific experiment between the various forms of cancer. The whole show presided over by a bull-necked manager armed with a whistle and a deep hatred of children. Now, I don't want to claim that everything was bad in those days. There, were, there was some shade provided, but only from the sign that listed banned activities. A notice so large, it was often larger than the pool itself. Running was banned, so was diving, splashing, singing, laughing or entering the pool if you'd recently visited the toilet and had thus lost a leg to tinnia. <laughs> there was also a canteen, but the electrical supply to the canteen was so poor that the fridge was always dodgy and all the ice creams became a slumped mass of ice crystals with a stick shoved in the side. The pies sat in a device optimistically named a pie warmer. <laughs> the dial was turned to the mark halfway between zero, cold, and ten, hot, at just the right level to create an attack of botulism. <laughs> in cases, in, Just in case the, the, the pies remained botulism-free, tomato sauce would be added via a plastic squeezer pushed under the skin of the pie, much like a doctor inserting a needle. If done correctly, the funnel would, over time, become encrusted with old sauce and bits of other people's pies. The lot then left in the sun to harden. Now, admittedly, this did give the pie a unique flavour, which I've missed ever since. (laughs) But thus fortified, you would approach the diving board, the only entertainment device provided. These were built out of concrete and were designed by evil council engineers so that they looked squat and short, while in fact being unfeasibly tall. In this way, whole generations of 10-year-old boys were tempted to their fate. You'd stare up at the squat tower and think, oh, I could do that, it's not actually that high. Then you'd climb up the first flight of stairs... Gee, there seem a lot of stairs. And then around the corner, oh, another whole flight of stairs. Before coming out on top, walking to the edge, and then looking down. Next thought, oh my God, I'm too young to die. I'm only 10. By this time, another, uh, a lot of older boys, men, women and just for the pure humiliation value, seven-year-old girls would have formed a queue behind you, closing off all means of escape. The pool manager would bellow from below, come on boy, jump, there's a queue, can't you see? You'd stand at the edge, mind disconnected from body, the roar of humiliation doing battle with simple fear. Your small body swaying one way, then another, as if buffeted by these forces until humiliation grew so great that fear was pushed to one side and you dived, heading straight down. Your arms stretched ahead as if your body were a sleek missile, which would soon pierce the water, splashless, noiseless. Well, that was the idea. (laughs) The trip downwards instead appeared to take some time, time in which you became slowly aware that your body was no longer heading straight down, that your arms had crunched up, your knees now bending, your legs now cycling in the air as if riding an imaginary bicycle, your body starting to flatten out, horizontal now, (laughs) a falling ironing board, the water surface grey like steel heading up to greet you the whole world would hear the sound just as you were enduring the pain, the immense noise and pain of what was known as a belly buster. Even the pool manager would look up. When you eventually surfaced, the sound would still be echoing around the pool. (laughs) Having bounced off the banned activity sign, you'd float feebly to the edge, much like a dead mackerel. Walking or breathing... ..would prove impossible for some time. (laughs) The teenagers would finally stop smoking and sunbaking so they could stand up, point and laugh. (laughs) All in all, it wasn't so bad. But a good water slide and a focaccia sandwich... ..well, maybe the new Parramatta pool would prove just as good. And that's the news from nowhere. (laughs) Uh, We have Jean, Tommy, uh, Colin. Welcome. Thank you. Do you, do you have you pools you so in America, much. Tommy? Did you have
2: pools? Not the around? different pools. Uh, Did you I've, have a, pools? I've talked to Well,
1: them. I don't know. Do they have council pools? It's all privatized there, isn't it? Do they yeah. have skies in America? <laughs> like <laughs> we've got, you know,
0: above the ground. Up when you look up, there's a sky there. Yeah, sorry, go yeah. on. Pools.
2: Well, they're, they're different realms. Like when I was a child, uh, we grew up in rural. sorry, uh, I've talked about this before. We had Schimbergers Pool, which was uh, a swimming pool that was in the middle of a, a cow paddock. It, <laughs> It was, a, it was yeah. a guy's cow paddock, yeah. and you drove about uh, five hundred meters down. It had a little shack where they made hamburgers and soft serve ice cream, and then they had a pinball machine <laughs> up the back where the teenagers would smoke and play pinball. Yeah. And then they had a, a swimming pool that was fenced just inside the cows. It was cows and swimming. And this was like really? privately
1: owned, and they would charge you. To, no, I think do? it was fifty cents or something. Yeah. To go was swimming it a
3: pool or a dam? <laughs> was it? A, we no, it was them No,
2: the pool. The pool was a classic rectangle of chlorine doom.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. And then
2: just just through the fence was the water pond where the cows would drink, and we'd quite often go there because it just was a fresher kind of water.
0: (laughs) Was it uh, 50
2: metre, like a big one? No, no, it was like a backyard.
3: He had it for the kids and could charge. He saw a way of... You know your story about the belly flop?
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: um, That happened to my brother. I remember it. You just brought back... Tears, tears. He was sobbing <laughs> yeah. when he came is, out. Is we his belly still
1: out. red? Because mine is. Yes, yeah, yeah,
3: I know that red ah, and that thwack. Agony. And then he was just sobbing. Only he was about six, I think, and yep. he was just absolutely sobbing. And but then we used to go to visit our grandparents and um, up at Orange, and their pool was really great. It was sort of a cross between what you're talking about, Tommy, and outdoor. Mm. It was sort of in paddocks. It wasn't surrounded by houses and things, but it had these homemade. Icy poles, cylindrical ones that were re- like the best icy Mm-mm. poles you've ever eaten, made out of coconut and lemonade. And oh. they were just, you just go there and eat icy poles and then, you know, you wash off in the pool, which is good, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> which is, if it's yeah. got cow pats floating in it, it's a dam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now let's uh, make sure you're up with this week's news. Who <coughs> may have triggered the world's most messy divorce? Oh. Who may have? Triggered. May. Here's t- the hint. May yeah, Theresa. Theresa May. Theresa May.
3: Theresa May. May. May has triggered Article 50.
1: That's right.
3: Which simply reads "sort off EU." Yeah. <laughs> yep. And you can see their point because, like, the EU has bureaucrats the way Australia has blowflies.
0: <laughs> they have a
3: law for ev- everything. Everything. They they have a law that says you are not allowed to eat your pet pony. I know. Really? Weird, huh? That yeah. is so weird.
1: That's right. But that's
3: just one of them. They have lo- if diabetics contracts. If, you, can't if drive. you did
1: eat your pet pony, you'd end up in a stable condition, though.
3: Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where does a law like that come from? Who eats their pet yeah, pony? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when their pet pony gets older, I mean, I don't know why they had to create that law. And it
2: also creates like an instant loophole. What are you talking about, pet pony? It's just some wild pony that wandered up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wanted to be eaten. <laughs> and,
1: and besides, if someone approaches the pony with a knife and fork, can't the pony itself just go, "Nay"? Oh my! <laughs> See what he's I didn't doing. I know. You're so good at puns. Yeah, no, 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 well, anyway. So, Yeah, Theresa May. You think, okay, good on them. Glad oh well,
3: yeah, good. and then they've got the the old curvature, abnormal curvature of the banana, and they have have they have. <laughs> Which is like why would you ban that one too? I mean, if a banana is u-shaped, I was trying to work out what the problem with an with a curved banana would be, and I thought maybe in Europe when they peel their banana that because they because bananas aren't natural to mm-hmm. Europeans, if they ate it from the bottom first and it was shaped like a u, it could poke their eye out. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not sure what the day what it was, you know, but you can't you can't buy eggs by the dozen. You what? C- no. What? Yes, exactly. because
0: no, it's because it's, it's not decimal, right? No, it's not. That's right. No. It's not
3: metric decimal metric. metric. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not base imperial. ten.
0: Base ten. I mean, the egg uh, the chickens know base ten is much easier for a chicken to learn ten than twelve. <laughs> Give us a hundred eggs. If you do them by the dozen, you're, you're shocked. Yeah, the chickens go. gone. Yeah. They get very yeah. confused. I yeah. do yeah. the whole reason what we did this? by the What is this you dozen. are talking about? I just want to lay the eggs here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a European chicken.
3: What is a dozen in French or German? <laughs> yeah, yes, I, right. Anyway, they wouldn't... They uh, would, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. weird. And, but the English have weird rules too, because I'm looking up about rules. The English have a rule where a law, a law where you cannot handle a salmon in a suspicious way.
1: <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought? And then
3: I thought, where... So that's it?
1: why they're trying to escape the EU, so they can handle the salmon Salmon, the yeah.
0: damn it's way they salmon. like.
2: It's, it's, the, it's the John West clause. Yeah, yeah, yeah
3: exactly.
0: <laughs> I, 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 did, I, I did notice, um, I was quite interested, that she gave her speech and mm-hmm. she did... Uh, in fact, I, I was so impressed, <laughs> it's become my, my message tone. Have a listen to this. What is Brexit? You put it on your phone. Wait, yeah, listen. What is Brexit?
1: The unique opportunity. <laughs>
0: the unique opportunity <laughs> you see
1: so 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 I well, stop, stop fellas so I thought so if someone uh, rings you yeah. that's what happens
0: yeah I go oh just a minute guys my phone is ringing I think it's a the unique opportunity <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 and I thought <laughs> like my, my, I, got, I got a daughter getting married later in the year and housing prices they're really expensive and I said no 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 How's the housing price, housing prices are bad in Sydney? But don't worry, Laura, it's a... It's
3: a unique opportunity.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <The> unique
3: opportunity. <laughs> OK. I,
0: actually, that, well, that's the next 20 minutes sorted. Shall yeah. I just keep... No, it?
1: no. So, Tommy, do you approve of the decision of the British to leave the EU?
2: I do not. <laughs> I do. How do you feel about it? No
1: no, the no, no could be I like no it. no, it could be good for us, because a yeah. lot of uh, in, in Britain they're actually seriously yeah. talking about what they're calling Empire 2.0. Yeah. This yeah. is the idea that once Europe uh, abandons them, they will be able to rebuild what used to be called imperial preference, which is that Australia and Britain start trading again. Yeah. We send them, We send them all our the butter Albums. And, and We're going
0: to send them albums. Yeah. Mm. We, yeah. can't we can't send
3: them bananas shaped any damn way yep. we like, yep. Yep. yeah. And the, but we can't import. Like, I don't know what we'll get from them because we, their tea Cheap. bags don't even come from England. They come from know. China now. Those famous English tea oh. bags.
1: Oh. So what are they going to send us back?
3: Well, I don't know. We can send them live pet ponies, actually, <laughs> <laughs> and some nice Tasmanian cheese to go it's with a them.
1: Delicious pet pony. <laughs> All right, who who failed to hit the mark and was blown sky high as a result? Who failed to hit Some the mark? Know who this is? Someone who could have been prime minister. Remind you of that fact, ladies yes, and gentlemen? Yes. Do you know who? That, that'll stop the
0: laughter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Mark Latham, yeah. which I've, I'm not on. Um, pay t- I'm not on pay TV or uh, or a subscriber, and um, so I don't, I'm not familiar with his uh, his mm. session mm. on Sky. But basically, it's a bit of a rant. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's an incendiary sort of, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he got so, a
1: bit too incendiary.
0: So, so my question, because last time I was on TJF, Wendy Harmer, who is right in the centre mm-hmm. of this debacle. She was one corrective. of
1: the, yeah. He, he, he made being it. Being uh, mean to her, being yeah. mean to Christina Kinney, but being, most of all it was about being really mean to a, a schoolboy who'd stuck up for feminism. And he said, if you're a schoolboy who sticks up for feminism, you're probably gay he said. That's what he said. Yeah. That's why he's been
0: sacked. Now, so my question to you, my question yeah. to you, Richard. Yeah. Colin. Colin. Yeah. Well, look, enough of this mamby-pamming. Let's start to get a bit serious about this. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, uh, this isn't filler, mate. This is the ABC. This is a real thing. People are out there driving. They want content, mate. I want some sort of fluffy, 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 fluffy. Um, so, uh, is it, is he playing a role or
1: is he a little bit <laughs> <laughs>
3: Now, that's I'm, I, I, am
1: willing, I am willing uh, to answer that question. Because I was pretending answer.
0: just then, OK? okay I was me. pretending to shout. I'm not really like this. Well, listen
1: to my answer. OK, sorry. <laughs> okay, here's my answer. You have the floor. <whistles> <laughs> The best thing on this was, uh, was someone on Twitter really wound everyone up beautifully and they said, look, I can imagine saying something appalling like that. You know, maybe a couple of mates at the pub and you say the thing about, you know, the, the boy must have been gay and you, you know it's a bad thing to say, but, you know, you just, it's just in, the, just in front of a couple of friends. But to say it on Sky TV where it could be watched by 20 or 25 people... <laughs> <laughs>
2: And yeah. uh, uh, while you've uh, just brought that up, I would like to point out that the, uh, tomorrow night, Saturday, tomorrow night at 9 p.m., I will be on Sky News. Ooh, uh, oh, yeah. uh, Have you
1: got his job?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Are you trying to double the ratings by yeah. getting us no, to No, no,
2: Peter Berner. Peter Berner hosts uh, The B-Team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a funny hour of news retrospect from 9 to 10 on Friday and Saturday evening at 9pm. The B-Team. You, you, know, you, know, you know your
1: life's not going
2: well. And just so we're clear. You're on a show called The B-Team yeah.
1: and the A-Team is Mark
2: Latham. Yeah, yeah, is, <laughs> we're fully aware of that.
3: Speaking And just so
2: we're clear, what he said was horrendous except for what he said about Wendy Harmer. She deserves every bit she gets.
1: (laughs) Every bit she gets. Explain why. I
2: thought it would be funny to say. It's too
0: late It's out there now They have out delivered there. A full uh, apology over. She knows
2: She knows If she wants to come on here And defend herself She should mm. <laughs> yeah. She'll be on next week And she'll be talking She's on about next week She's on Simon Martin's show She's on Sky News Ranch She's everywhere yeah. she's, she's on next she's week She's everywhere And one of the topics
1: Is going to be you yes. <laughs> Yeah That's right. <laughs> so Quick, let's All right see. Another question Another question
3: I haven't done I haven't oh, sorry, answered Jean. it yet For God's sake Jane She's still here I know I know I know I'm so quiet I know you've missed me <laughs> <laughs> That's true It's a good point Because nobody knows Wendy Harbour better Than this one
2: right here. So Go down the Windy Harbor path. Okay. This is 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 what you get. Why? Well, you know, well, I
3: first of all, I agree with Colin because he does Mm. like, Mark does like to like stir the possum and Mm. beat the possum (laughs) senseless and then kick (laughs) kick the possum down the road. But um, my main concern is if Mark's off TV, that means he's released into the community. So (laughs) I actually think he should be back on TV and he should have a show called Mark's Mates or something like that where he tries, well, it's about. People come into a room with Mark and he works out whether he can ever be friends with them. That should last about five seconds. And every week... It'd be like The Bachelor, you know, like all these different people come in.
0: Every week they eat a pony.
3: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And instead of giving... Well, instead of giving someone a rose, he just gives himself the rose. Because otherwise... (laughs) Like, otherwise he's out in the community and then he may go back and... He may go... He may go back into politics. He may be a senator, and then he may get six senators. Talking talking about politics,
1: who who here voted for Labor when Mark Latham? It was the election of two thousand and four, and and if you're putting up your hand, can I suggest that in over the weekend, go and find a neighbour in your suburb or in your in your town who voted for the Coalition in two thousand and four, and just say, thanks, mate. Thank you you know, very though, much. the other option... Thank you very much. Save you were right, Austin.
2: I was wrong. Yes. The other option we have to save uh, a couple of countries, if we could just introduce Mark Latham to President Donald Trump, they would begin shaking hands and it would take them both out of business for a year.
1: <laughs> Power <laughs> shake. All right, final, final question. Who is moving with the times when it comes to nutrition advice? Who is moving with the times? This sounds like a song, Colin. Do you think so? Oh, does? No. <laughs> <laughs> so very much like. Okay, a what's the story? Right. What's the story first of
0: all?
2: Maybe it does, Tommy. So, what's the story, Colin? What's the does. Story?
0: Well, I think it's uh, about. It's got to be about. Since you love puns so much, mm-hmm. it must be about the way uh, milk is um yeah. is being. Uh, they're shunning light milk. Yeah, we've, uh, gone, we've at all last. gone. we've all gone back last. to full-fat
1: milk. Yeah. Yeah. Hooray! Yeah. Real, yeah.
3: The real stuff that hasn't been adulterated. Yeah. Yeah. I'd,
1: I'd say there's look. been a i ni- I'll, I'll give the fact, okay? That there's been a nine percent increase in full-fat milk sales in the last year. Similar decline in light white. So that whole revolution of ten or twenty years ago, where we all went awful, it's, we're all Skin running milk, in the opposite direction. Yeah.
3: Soy milk. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'd...
3: That was a face I pulled. Yeah. I pulled a L- face. Light. Would you do that face in front uh, of your mother? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's a good face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, I'm,
2: what I'm happy about, oh I have long argued that uh, when it comes to our dairy cattle friends, uh, we need to take them at face value. Uh, we should be using the whole milk. We should be using the real butter. Uh, margarine makes me sad. Uh, the idea that we would do anything to take the fat out of the milk makes me sadder. Yep. And now, finally, what's best about this is I can finally end the charade where I keep a... Uh, bottle that says one percent fat on it Mm. and they just refill it from the full milk bottle. (laughs) Perfect so that my wife thinks that I'm constantly getting milk for her. Exactly. <laughs> You've been railing against this stuff for years, ra- Jean. I have been yeah.
3: railing against all these stupid... Uh, these. It's like the arms arms industry, the di- the diet industry, the nutrition industry is always finding a new M- M enemy for us to yep. you know yeah, to scare yeah, us yeah. with. And I think we, for, we should have butter. I've never stopped eating butter. I love butter. Butter is back. Butter mm. is butter now is dominant. Back. What, yeah. And what about whipped cream that whipped should be cream. back? Whipped cream, butter. Where would French food be without butter? You'd have a bit of a few animal parts and some root vegetables and a bit of flour. And people have been drinking almond milk. Who milks a nut? (laughs) (laughs) Who would. I heard that brick milk is actually coming in. Milk milk milk. from bricks? Milk
0: from bricks. I heard that right. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a a
3: laxative. It makes you shit. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) no.
1: Thank God it's Friday on your radio, ABC Local Radio, across New South Wales. Gene Kitson, Tommy Dean and Colin Buchanan are here. Now, it was reported this week that Australia would go cashless by 2020. That's three years away following countries like Norway and Sweden in which businesses already are not required to accept cash. What are you going to miss about the folding stuff? Jean Kitson.
3: I'll miss when you get that really lovely surprise of putting your hand in your pocket and finding a, just a little lazy $20 mm. note or something, or $10 or $5. Anything, mm. really. Anything. <laughs> it's always great to find... $0.20, <laughs> 20 is pretty good. $0.20 right. is good, <laughs> too. Musicians,
0: they get excited. Oh, that, yeah,
3: $0.20. Cents.
1: Yeah, find a copper in there and yeah, they <laughs> get yeah. excited.
3: <laughs> yeah, it must have been left there a while. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm so old school, I sometimes find a bottle of rum. I'm in there actually. Just a little one.
3: I I find potatoes. (laughs) I buy chickens.
0: (laughs) I once found a pony.
3: I I don't know what, what look. There's a real problem about losing our coins and our folding notes and things, and that is kids. You know when they do their jobs, Bob a job. Well, you yeah, know not Bob a job now. But what, what do you give the kids when they want to go down the street? You can't give them a car. You, no, you
1: help them buy a Sydney house. Yeah, yeah,
3: that's right. So they get no money for ice cream, but they get a house. Yeah, I mean there, there's no tooth fairy. I mean please, uh-huh. what is tooth fairy going to do? Pay wave. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. direct debit. Should <laughs> uh, this is a tooth fairy's account yeah. details. Yeah. If you'd just like yeah. to, uh,
1: I know it's really news. it's BSB, tooth, yeah, bunny, right. bunny, sweet bunny.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's good news. The tooth Fairy's be be paying now. It's just, <laughs> just be paying number.
3: Lovely. That's well, and there's also you know the notes are good, and and yeah. the, the thing about cash is that you can sometimes buy things and no one knows you've bought them, but you know. <laughs> It's that true? Look at all the people nodding. Yeah, look at them Everyone's nodding. Everyone's nodding in the room because you know you might just hide. You might just buy a little. I don't know. You might just buy forty dollars worth of Maccas one day, or
1: <laughs>
3: I don't know.
1: You're you're saying you're, you're saying that, fried, that my, par- my partner will be fully aware of my relationship with Dan Murphy's. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. I didn't want to do the it's cliche about why. Because really, I've noticed
1: in in liquor shop, if,
0: if the guy, if you buy something, or the girl, or the uh, human um, says. Uh, you want a receipt? <laughs> <laughs> As if it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> of course you don't. No one takes a receipt at the... no, You're you gonna claim, claim it. Receipt because you it's claim? all
3: on your payway. Yeah. It's all there it for the... everyone to see. Those uh, little chips to, to
0: That's right. You know the what?
3: Matter or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you guys have some amazing secret lives.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: like the only
2: thing I care about is coins. Coins are like free. Yeah, that's the only thing that I'm going to miss is because you know, those yep. bills. You look in your, I kept like my, my bill pocket. You look in your bill to you go. Oh, I have only got five bucks, mm. but in my coffee pocket, mm. look at all these coins. Twelve bucks. Don't even know no, that you don't even count them.
0: J- just Tommy, just do, do, you, do you coffee? Yeah, do, yeah. do you have
2: a do you have a man jar at home? Um, no, I have a bum a man, bag. A bum bag. I have, I have a man bag.
1: But see, a lot, a lot of people have the man jar, which is the man jar is when you come home at, at night from work, you, you get the coins, whatever yeah. the coins have in your yeah. pocket, and you throw them in the jar. And it seems nothing day to day, but at the end of about three weeks, there's 38 bucks in there. Yeah. I know. And that's essentially
2: free money. Free yeah. money, that's what I mean. Exactly. I don't. I, I keep it in a side pocket, and I, I know how much richer I'm getting by the more I lean to the right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I actually find myself just like accidentally falling into cafes on the side of the street that I'm walking on. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to buy a coffee and a pastry just to lighten my load. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, Colin, are you looking forward
0: to the cashless society? I was just going to say, I was in a shopping centre somewhere the other day. Someone dropped a coin, and the number people there should have been chiropractors there because the necks that went whip around to check out the coin, you know, it could have been a ten yeah. cent, but that that'll be gone. That, that ten yeah. cent
1: is sweeter yeah. than any than a ten cent you've earned.
3: Yeah, exactly. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm also a bit worried about, you know, if it's all electronic, what if we have a power shortage and we go back to the Dark Ages or yeah. South mm-hmm. Australia or something, and then <laughs> where, how can we get our money? You know, getting, like... We have to
2: get out a more a importantly, and I don't have really you thought about this, how are we going to buy illegal narcotics?
3: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The laundering business will be out of business. That's what money I meant
2: laundering. I meant
1: laundering. Yeah. How are we going to do laundering? There may be something where you can use cash up to ten bucks. So drugs will become cheaper. Uh, no, I couldn't do that. <laughs> right. I was asking for a friend in case you were wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Colin, what do you feel about uh, the cashless society? Are, are you looking forward no, to... No, no,
2: I
0: feel like it uh, presents us all with... a unique opportunity. <laughs> 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 um, but, uh,
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we have Gene Kitson, Tommy Dean, Colin Buchanan and Theresa May <laughs> <yeah>! on the
0: show. <laughs> <laughs> wait. And what... Oh here hear. Hear hear here. Hear. <laughs> hear, hear. <laughs> well I'm gonna miss how the coins play their rattling song in the ashtray or pocket as you jingle along. Gonna miss rummaging round for the harbour bridge toll. Coins in the basket as it swallows them whole. Gonna miss a new dollar fresh from the mint. I'm still gonna miss it, even oh. though it was a while back. Gonna <laughs> Fresh from the mint, where they make the coins, not the herb, or the jar full of coppers, the one and two cents. Goodbye, frill-neck blizzard, feather tail, uh, lyrebird. Wait, goodbye, <laughs> frill neck and feather tail, lyrebird and ruse. As you all go the ways of the ones and the twos, <laughs> I'm gonna miss that pay packet. And getting to hold a 40 hour week that I turned into gold Or the carny or tradey with grease on his hands A big wad of 50s and a red rubber band <laughs> The unlikely delight to walk down the street Find a 50 or a 100 right there at your feet Or the card from your grandma you'd flip open wide Couple of twenties Pinned neatly inside Farewell Banjo and Dame Nelly Unipon and Monash Your faces no longer Adorning our cash No till and no teller No more to be seen Farewell my beloved And God save the Queen
1: (laughs) Colin Buchanan Yes, farewell. That's beautiful. Thank Farewell to the cat. Thank you. you. It is all about to be...
0: Genuinely, uh... I saw that question, I thought, well, that's... The unique opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did it, I did Okay, that's it. okay. It's wearing thin. Yeah. I won't do it no,
1: anymore. No. Well, like the cash it. is going. So, if you want to leave yours here when you leave, that's we'll take. We'll take care of. Now, are you ready for the wheel? Of, the wheel of death. Wheel of death. Oh, the yeah. wheel of death, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, uh, now, when our lovely audience came here at five o'clock, they threw these random topics onto this chocolate wheel, and Tommy Dean's job is to try to speak about one of them, whichever one comes up. Today's topics: Fenny Fenny Greek. What? Fenny Greek. Fenny Greek. Uh no, whatever that is. What is? What is it? It's a herb. It's a. It's a Indian herb, mate. An herb. It's an Indian no, it's herb, mate.
3: Tommy, green. it's, it's a bit pronounced an-
1: It's pronounced herb because it's got an H in it. Yes. Um, now, beetroot, nice, debbies. Oh, I see, nice debbies. Yes. Pork, Carmen, honey, Quite crab right. bites, <laughs> volcano, nasal right. hair, mm-hmm. monologue, ticks, cyclone, Indian cricket, and vegetarians. Which fill you full of? Which of these topics fill you full of fear? Oh, uh, every
2: single one of them. Every mm. single one of them. I, it's the only time I've ever filled them in. Where each time I wrote the word down, I thought, No, I got nothing. <laughs> well, round and round and round it goes. Which impossible topic will
1: come up? Nobody knows. But today's topic for Mr. Thomas Dean is the topic of monologue.
0: Oh, if there was one, Tommy, that's the one.
1: That's the worst one, isn't it? It's the worst one. Yeah, it's the it's worst,
2: worst one. one. I, because I wanted How can soliloquy. You do a I wanted soliloquy. Oh, damn it. Don't you? Hate How can that? you do a monologue about monologue? I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. One log. That's what it means. Yeah, exactly. One log. That's what it means. That's, you know. <laughs>
0: Not a duo log? No. Can't build a house out of it? An omni log? Nope. Just a, one. Who suggested this
1: topic?
2: Dexter, one. dexter, one. dexter one. log? You could just kill that lady. No, I? no.
3: <laughs>
2: that would fill three minutes. <laughs> could you do it with But no, great about that is if I did kill her. And then later, when they made a movie about my life and we came to the scene while I was sitting in prison ruminating on yeah, what brought yeah, me exactly. and laid me so low, That's I it. would have an amazingly Oscar nominated monologue.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just talk us through. Well, Let's would sit imagine. I quietly that. staring at this thing. Tell us about it, Tommy. You know, there used to be a time when I thought humor was about bringing laughter to the people. And then. <laughs> what happened? There was that time, you know, there was that time, Colin, that time. Thank God it's Friday, where God abandoned us. <laughs> there was no God that Friday. As my anger welled from deep within this is when it Fueled by a cross Fire of Sudafed and <laughs> Man flu And can't... then a woman said something no woman should ever say She said Monologue All right. A word that has driven men to anger Since the days of Adam and Eve <laughs> mm-hmm. Push you over the edge? Push me over the edge. Straight, straight out of the garden. I said... So I was in. I lifted up. I lifted up the microphone and I couldn't help myself. Hmm. I lifted up the microphone and I dangled the cord around her neck and I pulled for all I was worth. Hmm. And then I realized it wasn't worth much and she was still alive. <laughs> so I had to hit her with my coffee cup. Yes. Which was made of styrofoam. <laughs> she laughed. And, oh, it was the laugh to push me over the edge. <laughs> Hideous laughter. It was hideous laughter. I'll never forget. The bulging eyes. The way it cackled. It cackled yeah. in the back of my mind. Still here. The way that I imagined all good laughter would sound mm-hmm. if it was filtered through the shredded glass of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but the writer wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. Focus on it. Something you have to focus. And sometimes the secret of a monologue, Colin, is to take an emotional pause. I'll never forget the moment when I finally realized the moment when the life was about to blink from her eyes. Then I realized she was just blinking, <laughs> <laughs> like Tanya Plibersek. You know how Tanya Plibersek. <laughs> Sorry. That's rude. Forget that I said that part. But she does have a very sexy blink about her. Tanya Plibersek. Have you ever watched Tanya Plibersek speak? Just watch. She has a, an offbeat blink that is just fantastic, mm. mesmerizing. It has nothing mm. to do with what we're talking about here. Mm. No, no, no. It's good. I would never kill her with a star. No, no, no. Not at all. Uh, so anyway, the point of the matter is. Uh, what it came down to is, uh, truth be told, uh, I don't think that she died at all. She was okay? She was okay. And I yeah. don't even think that I'm sitting in a prison right now. Mm. I think this is just the fever dream mm. that I'm having after it's all said.
0: And I'm an imaginary Al Gore.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Do are it. an inconvenient Do truth. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, does he die? Does he die? No, he lives. Yeah. On Thank uh, God it's Friday.
2: Realized that that monologue was indeed a the unique
1: opportunity. Oh God, Colin, your- Colin, yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Now, Rebecca Huntley has just published a book called... Oh, she would, wouldn't she?
2: That is exactly what Rebecca (laughs) Huntley would do. She would publish a
1: book called Still Lucky. It lists all the ways in which Australia is still one of the best places in the world. What's on your list about the things that are tops about Oz? Jean Kitson.
3: Hmm. Um...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's
0: un-Australian right there. That is un-Australian.
3: Australia is the best country in the world. Yeah, obviously, yeah. it's great location, plenty <laughs> of room. The weather's a little wild occasionally, a little mm. wet when it isn't dry, mm. and fairly warm. Uh, but it only snows on people who can afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Australians are great people, obviously, with excellent food, plus we have fully sustainable (laughs) wine and beer industries, plus 60,000 kilometres of water views, if you like that sort of thing. Uh, Australia is a nation where it is still possible to make a decent living, even if you don't work for the public service. (laughs) It is a great nation and it has lots and lots of sports teams, Mm. doesn't it? So many. New ones every day. Yeah, and they sometimes do very well indeed, actually. Uh, Mm. Usually playing against one another. (laughs) Especially playing Australian rules, which we're absolutely tops at. (laughs) We're world beaters. (laughs) And because Australian cricket teams now play 24-7, 365 (laughs) days of a year, there's a fair chance that Australia will win something, somewhere, sometime, all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But Australia, look, Australians have more to be grateful um, about than we do to grumble about and a whole lot to feel good about and feel happy about. I'm really serious here. Mm. and um, Australians can get a list of all the other countries in the world and tick off the ones we'd rather not be in just now and we'd soon, pretty soon be down to visiting our relatives in New Zealand and coming back again. (laughs) (laughs) And that's Australia. We're a tolerant nation and the only thing we can't tolerate is intolerance. (laughs) Still lucky! We're still... Lucky. <laughs> and <we're> you came <laughs> very close. No, I didn't. Ladies and gentlemen, no the weights! <laughs> Lucky. I don't know what you thought uh, I said it, before I didn't work well.
1: that time. <laughs> Col- I thought you said. Colin Buchanan, yeah, uh, are we still lucky? Are we still uh, lucky as Rebecca Lord, says? Lord, are
2: we lucky enough to get a song about this? Hey, the guitar. This is what now. makes us lucky. Uh, well, look,
0: I'll have a crack. I-, I did come up with a song that was a bit more serious and then I thought, no, no, no
1: do
2: this no, one. This, no, one. No, this is the one yeah. me and Colin have worked on. You can't see yeah, this on Radioland, but in this, Colin sings yeah. and I'm playing the right-handed guitar. Yeah, here we go. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Tommy did want me
0: to play this, because he saw the waifs, and they had the guitar right up at pixie level. They had the level. capo
2: right up with the very last fret you can put a capo on.
0: And he said, play it up there. And he just wanted to see me hurt myself. <laughs> so well, mostly I realised
2: be... at the end that the waifs guy just can't afford a ukulele. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you uh, if you got a nice house in Sydney, what are you? Still lucky. <laughs> with attitude. <laughs> If you don't live on a Connex freeway, what are ya? Still lucky. If you're worrying yourself sickly and trying to get a good rhyme real quickly and, and then you pull out a of yickly and what are ya?
2: Still lucky.
0: If Mark Latham isn't in your Uber, what are ya? Still lucky. If you're listening to 702-ber, what are ya?
2: Still, Still lucky!
0: If you're stuck with the stupid 18C, if you're keeping your Sunday penalties, if Pauline Hansen hasn't got your private number, what are ya? Still lucky! Chorus! Lucky, 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 <laughs> yeah! Lucky, 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 <laughs> Lucky, 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 yeah. lucky, 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 yeah. If your name is Bill Shorten, what are ya? Still lucky. If all you gotta do is keep walking, what are ya? Still lucky. If the polls put Labour 10 points ahead, when your personal approval's 20 in the red, a political Stephen Bradbury. What are ya? Still lucky! Everyone goes lucky, 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 lucky,
1: yeah! <laughs> Colin Buchanan! Oh! Uh, can you remind uh, me? One remember, can more time! <laughs> lucky, lucky, lucky.
0: Thank you all very much. It's been great doing it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> can you thank remind you. me? Colin, Colin, <laughs> Colin, you. Colin. Oh, thank Colin, you. Colin, Colin, <laughs> Colin, Colin <laughs> pay, attention, pay attention. What was the rhyme that led to Berojithian? <laughs> it's radio, it's gone now.
2: <laughs> it's gone. So, Tommy, do you, do you think we're still lucky? Look, uh, yeah. Well, the problem is the problem is I don't I don't like the idea of lucky. I think lucky suggests you know sort of uh, universal hope that things will just work out, even if you keep trying to screw them up. Hmm. Uh, so, based on that, I'd say yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm lost. I'm lost now.
2: What well, I was getting at.
0: Just state your policy. Um, it just it just feels <laughs> Do like you have it, the facts in front of you.
2: Yeah, it just feels like yeah, you, you try. Often there's a lot of cynicism. that have been heard of both both sides of my uh, colleagues here. of... Uh, Use this time to use their cynicism skills. Yep. So young and yet so cynical, yeah. both of them. Shame on us. And yet still lucky. Still lucky. <laughs> well, that was the other song, and you told me not to sing it. No, it's good. I'm just saying it still works out. I, I think. Uh, we don't, uh, sorry, I don't know where we at inside. time. Um, Keep it under forty, mate. Uh, <laughs> I have six points. About no, I used to think. I used to, to think that, that Australia ours. was trying to self-destruct itself. Uh, it just seemed like at times there were policies that kept coming. It just seemed like you were working backwards. Even when I first got here, it was very tolerant, uh, very uh, moving forward, uh, to take that term uh, from Ms. Gillard. And then it just seemed like at times trying to set things back. You know, Ms. Hansen comes along, uh, Mark Latham comes along. There's a variety of things that seem to want to set it can, back. Can I say as a proud
1: Australian... He lost the election. She got 4.8 in Western Australia. Yeah. What did
2: Mr. Trump get in America? This is, but that you're, getting, you're jumping to my point.
0: Hang on. Hold it, hold it, hold oh. it. Hey, oh.
2: hold it was hold hold. when he won I realised, lucky country. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And lucky. very lucky immigrants too. <laughs>
2: Who were the winners and losers of this
1: week? Jean Kitson.
3: Uh, the winner was Sydney, whose population has just reached five million, which makes Sydney, the city of Sydney, bigger than um, Congo and New Zealand. And um, the losers were New Zealand because half their population lives in Sydney. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tommy Dean, who well, was the That sounded cynical. The, who uh, the we're winners not cynical. And...
2: Lucky. How lucky is Sydney <laughs> to have 5 million people? I know. I know. There's a suburb of Los Angeles that has that.
3: And we've only got 2 million houses, have we? I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and, and roads for
2: 200,000. So <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think I should... And buses want them, for 20. They, yeah.
1: <laughs> Tommy Dean, who, uh,
2: who the guy Look, uh, I was uh, unfortunately uh, out uh, last week due to prior, uh, so we missed last week's winner, which should now be this week's winner, but you mentioned it briefly. AFL is back. Mm-hmm. We have left the AFL, beginning the AFL Women's Grand Final happened last week. It was absolutely astounding. Um, the Sydney Swans, uh, sure, it started with a loss, but that's going to change eventually. But but point is, uh, I'm very excited. The sport of sports, the King of Kings oh, back. is back. And I couldn't be more excited. Uh, secondly, if you're in the realm of the Harold Park Hotel this evening at 8 p.m., uh, I will be there tonight hosting a charity event with uh, Rebecca D. Unamuno mm-hmm. and so many other fine Sydney comics, uh, which I should have mentioned earlier, but now since I don't have a loser, I'm going to make us all winners at the Harold Park Hotel, 8 p.m. tonight in Glebe, <laughs> okay. where we'll be talking cha- about how lucky you are for a fantastic charity. Mm, it's a charity, charity for a British ponies
1: we're out of time we're out of time it, does, it does time. Like opportunity. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: I don't know I was going to say it sounds like an amazing uh, um, the unique
1: opportunity hey! please thank Jim Kitson Tommy Dean Colin Buchanan and Theresa May hey, Theresa May next week right. Summy Valentine Tommy Dean and Wendy Harmer blues, music from the blues legend Eugene Hideaway Bridges I'm Richard Glover, thank God it's Friday It's now over to Andrew Moore, Sydney Football Stadium The Roosters versus the Eagles Thank
2: God it's Friday!